Hey champions, this is your weekly podcast about Genesis Battle of Champions. And in this cast, we talk about everything related to game design, development, testing, and more for Genesis. I'm Asid, your host and the creator of the game. Now let's jump into this week's episode. Hey, hey champions, here we are again. This is Asid. It's Lionel. And this week we're talking about Raha. So... Just like previous weeks, we're going to go over the character's history, uh, how do we end up creating the champion, along with going into playstyle. Mm-hmm. So Raha is one of my favorite champions. Uh, I've played with her quite a bit. She's mm-hmm. probably my second favorite, and eventually we'll get to Rain, and Rain's my all-time favorite. Mm-hmm. But Raha is definitely up there. So let's talk about her story a little bit. Uh, actually, just before recording this, I went over all of this with Lionel, so here I am doing it again. But that was a good dry run through. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Raha, uh, she was born half human, half elf, uh, and in the city of Vadhis, an abomination like that—something that's not pure human or pure elf—is just below filth. Mm-hmm. So normally, a baby who's born like that is killed immediately at birth. Uh, the parents. Uh, tried to do this but couldn't do this themselves so instead they leave her in an alleyway to just die as a baby but after leaving her very shortly after uh, a stranger walks by sees this baby abandoned in the alleyway and adopts her Uh, and this stranger is a common thief in the city of Vadhis he's one of those steal from the rich and not give to the poor because he's poor himself so he takes her out and trains her to do this so she's raised as a thief uh and after years of doing this when she's fairly young 10 12 um her father quote unquote uh is arrested and hung for his transgressions his thievery uh she goes on without him but becomes very reckless and shortly after she's uh, caught as well by the king uh, and on the day she's supposed to be killed, the king approaches her and says to her, you have two options, either die by the noose or join my army. Uh, opting to live, she decides to join the army. Uh, she's persecuted a lot, ridiculed a lot as she goes to the army because she is this abomination. No one even wants to touch her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she works harder than everyone else and because of the fact that she is a halfling half human half elf she's a little bit faster than her uh, other counterparts everyone else in the army she's a little bit stronger her perception's a little bit higher so she's much better at using a bone arrow than anyone else she's much better in combat than everyone else mm-hmm. and for this reason she climbs the ranks eventually becoming the king's of becoming the leader of the army, becoming the lieutenant, and uh, the king's left hand, basically. Mm-hmm. So, and one of her missions, as she's now uh, leading the army, is to kill the chieftain of the Vishud clan, uh, at this time, Malik's father. So, she does this by sending the army to attack the city's front, Vishud's front. Mm-hmm. She sneaks in from the back, enters the chieftain's hut and shoots him with an arrow. Malik walks in to see this happen. And as she's leaving, Malik, as we know, takes the demon skull off of his father, Mm -hmm. wears it to become the new chieftain, 
and the moment he puts it on, he becomes a champion. Uh, chases after Raha. They engage in combat. And then he ends up ripping her arm off. Uh, mm-hmm. At this moment, the army ends up engaging Malik. And Raha is rescued. Mm-hmm. Taken back to the, um, to the kingdom. And is restored in a way. Um, they realize without her having two arms... She's not. She can't be an archer. She can't really fight. Her use to the king is definitely diminished. So, the king has this idea of taking a old preserved demon arm that they have and attaching it to Raha. As the blood flows from her body into the demon's arm and back into her own body, uh, she feels the strength emerge out of it. This demon arm becomes her conduit. Uh, and that's how she becomes a champion. That's interesting because they're against abominations and they're planning to put in a demon arm, which would make her even more an abomination. Yeah, but it's um, one of those like twisted experiments. Uh, the mad scientist kind of taking control, being like her life doesn't mean anything to him because she is an abomination. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's already twisted. Might as well twist her some more <laughs> so she can get more use out of her, right? So you can see some of the sadistic nature of the king yeah. in this story. I was just about to say that. You have to be really sadistic for that. Yeah. But. So we see this in both artworks. The original Arthur artwork and the Damian piece that we have in beta. Mm-hmm. Uh, her blue left arm is the demon arm right there. Her green eyes accent her elf nature. Uh, she keeps her hair relatively short because she is in an army. You don't want to have long hair when you're in combat. Uh, the red represents um, being part of the army. So Vadhis is very organized through color scheme. Red means army. Blue means um, advisory or the magic side of the king's army. And if you wear gold, that means you're at the highest rank. Uh, so Raha's red and gold to indicate she is the leader of the army Mm. Uh, Nubia who we'll get to next is um, blue and gold so she's the highest of all the mages Mm. Uh, and that's how that entire city's ecosystem works Mm. Uh, it's a very color coded lower you are in the ranks more dull colors you wear gray, brown, stuff like that peasants are wearing brown um and then higher up, higher up, more lavish colors, more combinations, uh, more expensive uh, items. Much more vibrant. Yeah. So, cool. uh, all right. So that's the history uh, and how we came up with her. And let's jump into play styles. Yeah. So I know I played with Ra a lot. So I'll give my opinions after. Let's hear from Lionel. Uh, Ra, I don't use as much, even though I find her to be one of the coolest champions. Um, my play style, um, I would have to be, I try to utilize the range portion of her as much, hmm. as much as I can. So I generally run, uh, low, um, low costing summons, um, uh, run elementals at the five she slot and uh, tsunamis when I can. Um, one thing that's great about her is she has the, her area of attack as well. So that if I need to take out uh, a bunch of things, I can, and then just finish them off. To do one with one damage from her range ability, their 
um, area ability and then finish them off with my um, tsunamis and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I run a decent amount of tsunamis, um, some elementals, um, uh, great card in general for Axon is uh, Gust. So I run a bunch of Gusts yeah. for um, um, def- as a defensive type card. Uh, it actually can be pretty offensive too. But the nice thing about Gust is that I can push them away and still shoot them with my arrows. Yeah. So the combination is nice um, with her. So I run those at the low chi slot and at the high chi slot, the six slot, I run a bunch of um, Chrono Walkers are great. Um, mm-hmm. Going forward after that, it's just um, a nice combination for her. So yeah, yeah. that's just really what I do is try to run her range and then keep uh, mobility up with yeah. Chrono Walkers, Smoke Bombs, those kind of things. Yeah. So I know a lot of people when they first see Raha, one of their temptations is to run Raha with fortifications. <laughs> I don't recommend that because her range, it's nice, but it's not as far as you think it is in mm-hmm. those close quarters. Because anyone who you can hit at the far distance, they can charge up against you and hit you pretty quickly. So fortifications, yes, you can create this wall that you dance around and you start doing some damage. But it's very expensive and she does not have a lot of aura to play with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with the line. I like the area attack combined with tsunamis or chain lightnings is another great oh, yeah, option for right. that. Uh, the whole idea is to be able to hit multiple people within the, that area. And to knock them all out using your area attack. So nice thing with like area attack is to hit a Death Eater for three, a Elemental for two, and then the Champion for one, and then do the area attack to knock them all out. Uh, it's it's a really really clever thing, and then your opponent's always kind of left with a jaw dropped of mm-hmm. how painful that was. Uh, I love that. Um, Sorry, I'm gonna interrupt, but also a nice thing about her awareness is that. You can have if you're running summons and you sidestep and then you kind of corner somebody off. You can still hit somebody on the side. Yeah. While being beside another summon. Yeah. So. Yeah. Really for sure. It allows you to, um, a term that people have used when talking about that is like, how do you make the game more porous, or how do you and uh, do things at an area where a lot of times your opponents don't let you do that stuff. Mm-hmm. So she allows for the angle attack. She can shoot over things, which is really strong. Um, yeah. The other card, which is probably pretty uh, obvious once you see it, but Bolt Shot, yes. running with Raha, is just a powerhouse. Yeah. Uh, so because a Bolt Shot and Raha's attack allows you to kill off an angel, and if you're lucky, hit your opponent in the process as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so the way I look at her, uh, my six Gs are usually very, very defensive so i'm running a lot of smoke bombs a lot of chrono walkers um or even potentially angels kisses because that health is decent uh so the idea is there stay alive as much as possible my sevens are usually between bolt shots and um guardian of balances because every now and then you just need to pause the game for a little while uh i actually don't highly recommend running angels with her not to say you shouldn't angels are awesome and you'll love them every time they hit the table but there's so much utility you can get out of raha's lore chi stuff that putting in an angel really cannibalizes a lot of the lower stuff my current raha decks i'm running a lot of thrusts as well because between defensive practices uh shoulder throws and bull shots there's a lot of ways to get thrust off and it does a lot of damage yeah. 
Personally, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of Thrust, but I may not have seen its potential yet. Yeah, so. it's one of those things that when it hits, it hits hard, and mm. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's true. Um, the other thing, Gus, I highly agree with. Um, dedicated studies are also pretty good, mm-hmm. uh, just to get some more of those highly utilized cards. Defensive practice, just so you can trigger them into gut, uh, into thrusts. Uh, I don't recommend running air shields. Your aura is pretty limited, so that's not the best thing. But yeah, I think that's a lot of good options. Uh, yeah, for sure. She has a lot of really great utility, and it's always nice being like, you know, even if you draw something that's not particularly useful to you, you can still probably hit your opponent one way or the other. <laughs> And she takes out hounds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and hounds are so annoying. So having a way that you can easily knock out a hound every single round mm-hmm. is just awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's everything for Raha yeah. for this week. Uh, yeah, and... She's definitely a strong meta-relevant champion right now. Yeah. Um, I definitely suggest giving her a try if you haven't yet. Uh, I think you'll have a lot of fun with her... Util- the amount of utility she has with her awareness. And yeah, for sure. How much she can do. Yeah. Well, that's it for this week, and next week we're going to be tackling Nubia. Yeah, sounds good. Bye. Bye. That's everything for this week's cast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any topic ideas for future casts, make sure you let us know by emailing us at contactus at hauntedcastlegaming.com. Bye for now.